Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or, I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word do good better at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. Of course, this show is all for small and medium-sized nonprofits doing great big things. Uh, this is a kind of a special issue, a special episode. Um, our, uh, our friend Abby is not with us today. She is uh, fighting off a cold. So I get to go solo in the studio today, which is kind of fun for the first time in a long time, just kind of talking to myself, which, you know, before, you know, Abby came into the office, this is what I would do on a regular basis. I just mutter nonsense to myself. And the only people that would listen would be the pictures on the wall. And that's what we get to talk about today. Today, we're going to talk about enthusiasm. Enthusiasm as a fundraiser is one of the most important aspects I think uh, most important skills I think you can actually have. And I'll tell you why. Uh, I got a couple of reasons, and it's great, and a couple of reasons you got to be careful about enthusiasm and everything in between. Very short episode, going to talk a little bit about enthusiasm. I was told by a former boss of mine that enthusiasm, Pat, he said, is not going to raise the amount of money we need to raise at this organization. And I have taken that personally forever. And I've been hell-bent on changing the narrative for that since um, since I heard it uttered into my ears. And I am more and more convinced that enthusiasm is the most important trait one can have as a fundraiser. And I'll give you three reasons why. Um, the first reason that I think you need to be enthusiastic is you have immediate buy-in from your donors or potential supporters out of the gate. If you aren't enthusiastic about what you are doing or fundraising for, and you are a dead fish in conversation and in explaining your programs and services and impact and value, you're dead in the water already, right? You need to believe in what you are doing emphatically. Even if you don't believe, believe in all the, uh, the the processes and the procedures and everything at the higher level, you don't have to buy into everything everybody says. But from a mission standpoint and from things, something as so important as why people should give, you need to be as enthusiastic as all get out because that immediate buy-in is going to open the doors a lot quicker than trying to justify to your potential supporters on why and only why you need to you know, sort of uh, give money to it. Enthusiasm is going to open the door quick because they're like, wow, if this person is as enthusiastic about this organization as they appear to be, then we are going to have to listen. So it allows you to begin a conversation and engage people very, very quickly. Enthusiasm also helps in the sense where it can push you forward from a fundraising standpoint, even in slow times. There is nothing worse at killing momentum than 
not having money come in on a regular basis or people saying no all the time so you can't get a hold of them or you're leaving messages and you're not talking to people and nobody's emailing you back, blah, blah, blah. You get into this kind of rut. If you are enthusiastic about your organization, you can kind of ride that okay. Like, hey, listen, I'm just going to get to the point where I get to talk to a person and they're going to learn about all the amazing things we do and I'm so excited about doing this. It's you're You're not... It's not fake, but you're giving yourself a little bit of pump up during a down time and you're soliciting or getting a hold of individuals. So I really do think that it helps you push forward because if you're buying into it, if you're authentically buying into it and you're authentically buying into like you're enthusiastic about your organization, no amount of roadblocks are going to stop you from being awesome, right? The third thing that I think we really need to talk about specifically is building momentum. Enthusiasm builds momentum. When you are talking with a donor and you're talking with somebody who has the potential to give you financial leg up on your programs and you're enthusiastic about their gift, you're enthusiastic about their participation, you're enthusiastic about their mission, they talk to other donors. Everybody who gives gives and and talks about things they give, especially major donors. My God. They all live in this incestuous world where they all give to other charities. They all sort of talk in the same circles. And they are going to talk about your enthusiasm. They're not going to talk about, well, they might talk about in a negative fashion. Somebody goes, well, I guess I should give you some money. Hmm, Guess I should ask some things. No, they're going to talk about how great you made them feel because you're so enthusiastic about the organization in which they supported Or you're so enthusiastic about the possibility of helping more people or clients or individuals or dogs or cats or whatever your mission and purpose is. And I don't think that not being enthusiastic is a trait that you should embrace. Methodical march down the field, yes. Patience, yes. That does not mean you need to be quiet and laid back. Uh, it, it works for some people, but I think the majority of people want an enthusiastic voice behind a mission. And not only that, we will build momentum and, and they'll build momentum. How is they're going to tell their other friends about how much of a great feeling that it was to talk with you about what your impact is. I think that's amazing. So enthusiasm for a couple of reasons. One, immediate buy-in from donors. Because like you don't have to sell them on how great it is because you are living it. You're talking it. You're, you're acting it. Um, it can get you through a funk. So it can push you forward in the darkest of times. It's just being enthusiastic about what you're doing. And again, it's tough. It's not all sunshine and roses. This is not like a, oh, just put aside all your fears. That's not it. It, it is important to use your enthusiasm and remember why you're enthused about your organization. And that's going to push you through the darker times. And the third thing is it's going to help you build momentum because people are going to talk about you in a positive light because they'll probably say, I've never met somebody as enthusiastic about this mission as this person. There are some caveats to this. And caveats just because this is what I've heard as I have tried to exude Exude? I'm going to go with exude. I've tried to put forward enthusiasm for whatever I do. It can seem disingenuous because there's going to be somebody who says there's no way that this person is as enthusiastic as they seem. Well, first of all, A, there is, and A, I, B, I am. But if you're if you're ever taking a DISC score, 
Um, one of uh, the traits of a high I, which I happen to be, is uh, over-enthusiastic, which then can come across as disingenuous. Also, side note on the DISC score, um, they also say that I really don't care about um, criticism because I take criticism as like, well, that's an advantage I have. You've Any skill that they say I don't have, I go, well, that's the advantage. I don't need to know those skills. And I think of it as a positive because I'm a glass, mostly full kind of guy. But how you get rid of that disingenuous, I, I think the less inauthentic you are, the less disingenuine feeling people will get. There is a real problem with people who are fake enthusiastic because they either want to get a sale or they want to get a donation. And that is easily wrought out. I think you can easily call BS on a lot of those individuals. But you have to then balance for those who are a little bit of skeptical of the highly optimistic, highly positive, enthusiastic person, balance with facts and figures. You never lead with them because that's boring and nobody cares. But talking about it in a way that makes practical sense to them as well as your over-enthusiastic presentation is going to help balance that disingenuous feeling that can come, can, not always, but can come with being boisterous and, and and finding a love for your job. It can also be exhausting. Let's be honest. Like being enthusiastic all the time is a pain. I, I'm high strung all the time, but I even need my downtime. I need my like recharge batteries where I can't be authentic. I can't be overly enthusiastic about it. I either need to play video games or need to watch trash TV or something that's going to bring me down from like my enthusiastic high about all things fundraising and do-gooding and things. It, you need to know your limits, and it can be exhausting. But I think really if you are exhausted from being enthusiastic about your mission, I think you've done your job. <laughs> Honestly, if you aren't exhausted from being awesome and awesomely telling the story about what your organization does, can, and, and you know is can accomplish with – money's raised from those who have high capacity. I mean, that that's that's so fun. I feel like that's the runner's high. I don't run because I have bad knees and I just don't I don't like running. That's why God built cars. We can go distances without running. But I understand the runner's high. The, that's the fundraiser's high. When you are just talking to people and everybody's bouncing back ideas and you're and you're building rapport with somebody. That's just amazing. But it's it's exhausting. So to counter that, know your limits, know your rest. Don't overcommit to being overly enthusiastic for an extended period of time that you know you can't, you know, do. And know your rest. Like make sure that you're resting and so that you can be authentic because you do not want to be disingenuous. You don't want to give off that vibe because that's not you. You're legitimately interested in spreading the good word about what your organization does. I'm convinced that this is a critical skill that you have to have as a fundraiser is bring that enthusiasm every single day. And and the telling piece is if you have an off day and somebody says, you feeling okay? You doing okay? You're not your boisterous self. Huh? Time to pull it off the road. Don't, don't get in front of people like that. Um, but that, that's where I think you want yourself. I think you want to be the champion – that everybody can rely on 
even if it's not your own organization. We talk about this all the time, I think, at Do Good Better uh, and, and really in trainings. F- show enthusiasm for just the joy of giving. Show enthusiasm to other organizations for the job well done they have, right? Don't keep your enthusiasm to your own organization. Live your philanthropy life enthusiastic about the good that you're doing or the good you're putting out in the world. Just write a book on just like inspirational thoughts. I think that would be great. But this is practical. This is not inspirational. This is practical. It is pract- It makes practical sense to walk into a room and be enthusiastic about your mission and the values that your organization holds and the good that you do. And if you aren't, you need to reconsider going into that room. What can you do? Can you pump yourself up? You can go in the mirror, splash some water on your face. Go, you got this, right? You're job interviewing with donors all the time. I think this is a really good opportunity to kind of look at yourself and say, hey, am I giving my enthusiastic self the best? And yes, former boss, enthusiasm can raise a boatload of money. It is the ones who are dour and dire on all things that people are not attracted to. In this COVID time, it is so important to differentiate yourself from everybody else who's got either self-loathing or I'm everything's going to hell in a handbasket or everything's going horribly and be that bright, shiny, enthusiastic light that people are looking for. That's what this is. So enthusiasm, be contagious, be bring energy. Uh, that enthusiasm is going to speak volumes in positive vibes towards your organization and it will lead you to better conversations and better donors who want to feel the same way too. I miss Abby. I think you probably do too because her chiming in and her giving her perspective is so great. Uh, wish her well. She uh, will be back uh, for our next uh, co, you know, our Thursday episodes for sure. Uh, otherwise, have yourself a great rest of your day and uh, thanks for stopping by here on the official Do Good Better podcast. Documenting donor information is the most important thing you can do as a fundraiser, as a nonprofit organization. And hey, if you don't know where to start and try to figure out where and what system to get, go to DonorDoc.com. DonorDoc is the CRM system, the donor database system. It has wonderful reporting. It has easy-to-use dashboards. Frankly, it's the greatest thing that you will have at your disposal as a fundraising organization. Go to DonorDoc.com. There are countless videos, books, articles, and folks out there with suggestions on how to raise more money. Of course, that's a major problem. Too much information. Do Good University has an online library of lectures, courses, and trainings that concentrate on one thing, making fundraising simple. Come join other like-minded do-gooders who are looking to unclutter their fundraising life. Enroll at Do Good University today at dogoodbetterconsulting.com.